Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, my friends. We have a new PMP boss in the building today. Greg Smith got certified as a PMP a couple of days ago, and he's here to share lessons learned. Greg, congratulations. Thank you for taking time out to inform us about your progress and your ultimate success. And it's really great to, to hear your voice. So how are you feeling right now? Thanks, Phil. Um, I'm feeling very relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, Greg, let's jump straight into this discussion. Why did you want to do the PMP? Because you know it wasn't mandatory, right? The management said you didn't have to. So what fired you up to actually do it? Uh, I mean, after the class that you uh, gave us at Weatherford, um, I realized that there was a lot of room for improvement and um, with us, you know, using this in our daily lives, it just makes sense to get better at your job. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Good, good. You mentioned the class. Let's talk about it. How did you find the class, Greg? Was it, was it easy to get through? Was it laborious? Uh, what, what were your impressions? So the class was really good. It was, um, it was a lot of information in a short amount of time, but uh, you did a very good job taking this vast amount of information and putting it in like a succinct, clear picture. Um, and uh, that was, you know, one of the things that kind of drove me to, to tackle this, right? Because if you didn't take the class and you're just looking at this giant PMBOK guide and this agile book, and you're trying to you know, make sense of it, it's overwhelming, but the class kind of brought it into a clearer picture and, you know, makes you realize, okay, this isn't that bad. I can do this. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. So Greg, um, a lot of folks may be interested to know that you are a product owner, right? Yes. So as a product owner, you already knew some agile coming in. Did you feel that the PMP exam had um, easy agile or was it a little bit more was it peculiar was it just normal what was your impression about the agile uh this, it really depends on which like section you're in you know people process uh, business and you know some of it was pretty straightforward um, but at the same time um, like the majority of the test you have to have that proper mindset to answer these questions 
Um, so having the background on agile, uh, and, you know, being a product owner that, that helps with my studying, at least reduce the load where I didn't need to spend so much time on that. Um, <clears throat> but the, the test is, it's still difficult. You know, you, you've got to study, you have to have the right mindset going in there. Wow. So you've mentioned this mindset and a lot of people talk about it as well. Can you give us, if it, we're going to like take the mindset according to Greg, can you give us some nuggets about how we should be thinking for this exam? Yeah, so the, the exam is, at least from my standpoint, it's less about testing your knowledge. You know, it, it's not what is A, it's, you know, giving this specific situation and giving these results, what would you do? And you have to have that mindset of, if I was that person in that situation, how would I handle this, right? You know, either through emotional intelligence, you know, having that personal kind of side to the equation or, you know, from a business aspect, how would I handle this? So it's, it's really, when I say mindset, that's what I'm referring to. Gotcha, gotcha. So Greg, let's jump into some of the more technical parts of this discussion. So we have agile, we have hybrid, we have predictive. Did any of these come across to you as being more difficult than the other? Or was it all at, would you say the same level? What are your impressions? It, it was divided up pretty um, evenly, I would say. Um, you know, plenty of agile. There were, you know, maybe a little less on the hybrid, but um, they, they direct you in the questions, you know, they're pretty good. It's like, if it's an agile concept or like a predictive concept. Um, <clears throat> so that kind of steers that mindset, right? Okay. I, I'm in predictive. What would I do? Mm -hmm. Right. And it, it kind of focuses you to think, um, that scenario, right. Cause it, it's kind of two different approaches in some sense. Right. But the, um, the test that I would say was divided kind of 50, 50 between agile and predictive. Oh, wow. Okay. Good to know. And Greg, you know, there are a lot of people who were with us on our last, uh, immersion and those folks, some of them were thinking about ITTOs and formulas. Do you have any words of advice for, for those <laughs> folks? I think you're spending too much time with 15 minutes still. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I, I, I would say I had like one real like equation question, maybe two as like a reference to an equation. Um, the like ITTOs, I think I might have one question. Um, wow. it, it really focuses around the predictive and agile and that mindset. Wow. That is crazy. So don't burn the midnight oil going crazy on, on all these EVM, uh, SP, SPI, CPI, CV stuff. Correct. Yep. Absolutely. Not worth it. Gotcha. Okay. Now let's talk about under the agile umbrella. If you were going to choose which one seemed to be more prevalent, would you say it was agile manifesto values, principles, or would you say it was Scrum, XP, TDD, frameworks, and stuff like that? Um, to, 
to be honest, Phil, it was um, pr probably more about like the the process. You know, there were yeah, there was some stuff in there about Scrum. I would say it wasn't a huge chunk, right? Mm. Um, it, it was more about you know like how was this applied right what what's the next step um given this scenario what would you do to solve this problem oh wow so even still though agile still situational so you had to understand the organic aspects of agile not necessarily cramming a whole bunch of terminology right C correct absolutely that mm. The terminology, wow. it, it's good. I mean, you kind of have to know it at a high level, but, you know, to understand what the question is, but it's more of the, the process. Hmm. So would you say it was more of what should the project manager do next? What should the project manager have done? But I mean, how much of the exam would you say that was? Was it 80%, 90%? What would you 90%, say? 90% at least. Wow. <laughs> okay, the slide tricks haven't changed one bit. Good to know. Good to know. All right. And then when it came to the hybrid piece, were they still kind enough to tell you it was a hybrid environment or did you have to work that out for yourself? Um, occasionally they would say hybrid directly, but sometimes you'd have to work it out. Mm, gotcha. All right. So Greg, before we got on confession, I was curious to, to know how much of these quizzes you would you were taking. So I saw that you were slaughtering a lot of these quizzes, a lot of the, the Scrum. So you were really on top of that Scrum Agile thing in our learning system. What else were you doing? Because I, I didn't have time to go through every single piece you touched, but would you say that you balanced your time um, the way you would if you had another chance? Let's say someone said, Oh, what would you have done differently? Would you have studied more agile, more predictive? What What would your answer be to that? Um, I, I would have studied more predictive. But um, speaking about studying, Bill, um, this is w one of the the main takeaways, at least that I had, was, you know, we we took this class. You provide a lot of information. There's these two giant books you give us. <laughs> There's a pinbot guide. It's a third giant book. You got the agile guide you've got all of this material you've got quizzes you've got tests you've got handouts you've got all this stuff to go through right and you've got like the youtube the podcast and initially it's overwhelming but it it really isn't hey you need to take all this in it's i'm giving you several avenues to which fits your study habit right mm -hmm. um for me, you know, I, I heard Justin and I don't remember the other guy's name right now, but Eric, yeah, passed, mm -hmm. yeah, Eric, they passed from the first class and they were talking about the YouTube videos and listening. And, and I tried that initially. It just wasn't working for me. Um, so instead of forcing that on myself, I, I just went what I was comfortable with. I, I went through the books. Um, I read a lot and then wow. I just hammered out quizzes and then good or bad like if i failed i didn't care uh, i was just <laughs> using those quizzes to direct where i needed to study mm -hmm. and that that was kind of my approach nice and it, i mean it would notify me every now and again and then i remember sending you an email and saying here's some additional ones 
to take. So I, I know that you were really on it. So thank you for that. That is very helpful advice. I think that speaks to some of our friends here. And I'd like to say welcome to Jason and, and Jeff. Uh, good to see you folks. And Kristen and Tiffany, glad that you came. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, just begin putting them in the chat or just begin asking them because that's what Greg is here to do, is here to clarify things for us. So Greg, one more thing I'm curious about is, okay, you took the exam in a test center, correct? Yes, yeah. Where, where in Houston is that? There's several. Um, when I went and looked, there were two kind of near where I live. Um, there's a lot more than that. But I, I knew I wanted to take the test before I left for the, you know, the holidays. So, I, you know, the one closest to me, it was like early December and then nothing for the rest of the month. Mm. So I picked the second one and they had something on the 18th. And I said, all right, let's pick pick this date, set the date, you know, good or bad. Let's take it, see what happens and then go from there. I love your approach. I love your approach. Did you go in to check out the venue before or you just kind of Googled it, saw where it was and showed up on the day of? Yep. Just Googled it and showed up the day of. Gotcha. Well, Kristen has a question here. And Kristen says, how many hours a day did you dedicate to study? How long did it take you at that pace to take the test and pass? So when did we finish our class? Last Was it last Friday of October? Uh, I thought it was early November, like the first. Wow, it was November. Wow. I had to look back, but it was late to early. Third of November, you're right. Wow. You got certified in, in warp speed time. So... I know that before we ended the class, you were already showing signs of leadership because I remember you coming up to the board and giving us your own interpretation of those. Was it the 49 processes or yeah. the chip, the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. So I, I had already started detecting. Yeah. Greg is going to be a candidate to get it done, but I didn't, I didn't know how quick you would, but I knew that you were definitely getting it. So to answer Kristen's question, what would you say? How many hours a day? So the, the hardest part was I, I put a tight deadline on me and um, this fell within hosting Thanksgiving and other company and then dealing with a two-year-old. <laughs> so uh, it, it was difficult to find time. I, I was doing a little in the morning. I would do some uh, during my lunch break and then I would do some in the evenings after my kid went to sleep. <laughs> So uh, hours a day, it, it varied, you know, some days two, some days four to six. Um, it, it really just kind of varied. It, you know, do what you can. Don't stress. Don't, I don't, I would, I wouldn't even put like a minimum on it. Right. It's just, um, I, I kind of had a mental plan of what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to take these tests today at a minimum. Right. Mm. Or I wanted to read these chapters today at a minimum. If I got more done, great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's good to know. Uh, Kristen, I hope that answers if you got any further questions, because how long it took at the pace he was going two hours. But like he said, no cap. So days he would obviously do more. And he got done in like a month and a bit, you know, but also remember that he had gone through a full week and I take no prisoners when it comes to that class because it's very hands-on. And by the time you end up discussing with your colleagues, all that you see in the books 
and all that you hear talked about, you just go away by osmosis. I really focus more on the mindset more than anything else. And it, it, it definitely is paying off. Good deal. All right. So let's talk about the learning system. I know you did lots of quizzes and stuff. And uh, some of the videos you try to do, um, did you uh, tune into the podcast a, a little bit or what was your, like on the move? Were you listening to anything, watching anything? No, no, Phil. I, I just, uh, I tried initially. <laughs> I knew it wasn't for me. So I just put that on the back burner and I dove into the the books. Wow, the books. So which, which of the books did you hammer on? Did you buy the... Uh, Pembok from PMI? So it can't, you know, the Pembok came free once you register for the test and join, right? Um, That's right. Was it so, this one, Greg? Was it the seventh seven. edition? It was seven. Wow. Okay. So the, the two books that you provided us, Phil, I spent most of my time on those. And then okay. I would use the quizzes. Yeah, that, the purple and the black one. Okay. So I spent the majority of my time on those two. And then when I would take a quiz, I would see like, okay, I missed this question. Why did I miss it? And then I would, the, the pinbox was a PDF. So I would just search the PDF mm. and then start reading around that, you know, that topic that I missed. I love the way you learn because it's different from a lot of other people. And I'm sure it's giving others ideas. Um, I really applaud you at tackling the, you know, for those who don't know the size of these books. So you you were definitely very, very on top of things to have even started looking at those books. They can be a little bit, you know, intimidating. So Yeah, and, and Phil, to be honest, the <laughs> the little thin yellow book you gave us at class, it, it's a sinks those two books very well to be, oh. to be yeah i mean there obviously there's more information in those books but you know like high level what mm. is going to be about that that little pamphlet was awesome that is good to know great feedback thank you so greg let's talk about the day of and Kristen says yeah more like that in in learning it's good to know uh, you know we we have um different leanings towards books sometimes a good old book is all you know you just need to sink your teeth in and you know so so were you blocking out time on your calendar to do that or were you like just sitting down casually with it reading were you what I mean what was your approach to to reading the books because you know for me as a commuter back in London I would study on trains were you studying on the off in the office on a bus what how were you studying yeah, we, we don't have a great, you know, public transportation system here. But, <laughs> uh, so uh, I was studying at home, mostly a, a little at the office, but most mostly at home. And, you know, the books, basically, it's just full of highlighter right now. Wow. Wow. Good deal. Good deal. So the, the morning of, was it afternoon? I'm guessing it was somewhere in the late morning, early afternoon you took the test? It was 12 to 4. Um, they're very strict. You know, like I had to pat myself down. I like, couldn't bring anything in. No drinks, no pens, no watches, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I got there a little before noon. I went straight in. Um, you know, it's 
roughly a four hour test and it took me nearly three and a half, just over three and a half hours, I think to complete it. Mm. And, and to be honest, Phil, I'm, you've probably seen it from the quizzes. I have to force myself to slow down versus speed mm. up. So the fact that it took three and a half hours is still, you know, it says something about how many times you have to read this question because they, you know, it's there to trick you. Hmm. So let me, let me, I, I normally do this with my, my PMP graduates. So now I want you to coach me. I'm <laughs> going to write a question. And I want you to tell me, just give me your honest two cents about the question. You could say, Phil, it's lame. That is not even, you know, or you could say, oh, oh that is a bit too, too advanced. So here, here's an idea for a question. You are in the developed project charter process what comes next is this a lame question yes <laughs> <laughs> i thought it's too easy uh <laughs> it, it's more like um you know you're a project manager who just completed you know the the uh, you know you got approval on the project and um you know what what's the next thing you need to do or you're in this area of the project you know what would you do next or okay. you're in this area of the project and this happens what document do you reference gotcha so as far as the options greg would you find options such as uh would you ever find process names spelled out like develop project management plan, that kind of thing, or not? It would be something more cryptic. Uh, it, it was mixed. Sometimes it was spelled out. Sometimes it was crypt cryptic. You know, uh, uh, that like to to be honest, Phil. Literally, the first thing I did when I walked in, they gave us a little er eraser sheet to take notes on. I wrote down all the processes, you know, um, and I was like, okay, I've got this down. I'm going to reference this. And mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I, I never looked at it. <laughs> I, I might've glanced at it a couple of times, but it, wow, it's not spelled out enough for you to just say, okay, this. Mm. So it's really just about, it's a thinking exercise. Yes. You could know all the PMBOK guide definitions. If you're not able to think and process it, you're not going to make it. That's what it's sounding like, huh? Yeah, it's 100% mindset, right? Wow. Wow. Did you have a lot of um, drag and drops match A with two. B? Two, oh, two, two, maybe three, but yeah. Hmm. What about choose more than one option? Did you have a lot of those or just a few? Uh. I'd say less than 10. Oh, wow. Okay. What about critical path? Because a, a lot of folks are still spending hours on end about, you know, forward pass, backward pass and stuff. Uh, very few. Just a wow. couple, maybe. Wow. Wow. That's good to know. So, Greg, when you're taking your exam and you have the first 60 questions, did you check the clock? Uh, rough idea of how long it took you for the first 60? Uh, I, I was looking at the clock, but I, I wasn't honestly worried about it because like I said, I've, 
I have to force myself to slow down versus speed up. So I, I knew it was okay. Um, wow. But after the first 60, I, I took the break. Um, it was, I, I had to like just clear my mind. It was, you know, when you look and you know you have 120 more questions, it's overwhelming. Um, mm. So I, I cleared my mind, came back. I, I didn't take the second break. I found like wow. a rhythm. I, I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> so I just powered through. Wow. Wow. And as you were going through them, would you say that it was increasing levels of difficulty or was it just sporadic? Uh, sporadic. And to, to be honest, Phil, uh, I'll speak high level on how I did. Um, the first 60, if, you know, and I, I think I told you this in a text. Um, I, I felt 50-50 pass fail. And then on the second one, I felt uh, better than 50-50. Mm. And then on the third section, I, I felt the, the best. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if that was just me, like, getting into it or the, the questions being difficult. Um, I flagged a lot more questions in that first section. Mm -hmm. than the others um but mm -hmm. uh when i kind of went back and looked at how i did um I, I think i did a lot better on the first section than i i thought i did mm. interesting i've heard that from a number of people um you're right it could be just getting into the flow of it because it's new the questions just hit you i told you folks during the boot camp um I spent one hour on answering 20 questions. I was so disoriented. By the time I gathered my thoughts, I, I had like only three hours left. So I can definitely see that. But I applaud you getting done um, before. Um, would you say that the question length was long compared to other questions you saw in our mock exams? Or would you say that it was comparable? They weren't too long or just average? They're, they're very comparable. Um, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of very long questions with a lot of content that you can ignore. Mm. Um, they they also kind of repeat the you're a project manager doing yes. X, Y, and Z, right? So you can just like breeze through that and then read the end of the question. Um, but the the mock exams are a, a huge help. You know, it you're not getting the exact same questions, but you're getting that mindset, right? Mm. Um, so I, I would highly suggest, you know, just hammer out those quizzes. You know, I, I had some really bad grades on those quizzes and I had some really good grades, but mm. you, you take something from each of them. So what I'm taking away from, from you, Greg, and I really appreciate it, it's really trust the process, find what works for you, whether it's a podcast, whether it's learning systems like Eric and Justin, it worked for them, whether it's a book format, solid book, sit down highlight post-it notes you know you know when you need to have everything almost highlighted or post-it noted um just find what works for you and i heard do a lot of quizzes do and i i i went through a number and i'm like yeah greg no wonder because you got the muscle memory down so you became very familiar with the flow of your own thoughts and the question and it's it's no surprise. So when you finally hit the end button, did it give you that ridiculous survey asking yeah. you how you found it? <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. So I raised my hand when I hit end and then, you know, the proctor comes in um, and she was like, you don't need to take this and hits no. Ah. And she was like, they're going to email you one later anyway. Um, and then when I pressed end, I was expecting pass fail and it, it didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that's discouraging. And then when I leave and I go to the front of the building, the, the lady at the desk had a printout and she handed it to me saying I passed. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm so proud of you, Greg. You inspired everyone else and me. And um, I'm grateful that you're sharing with us today. Manish, welcome. If you folks have any questions, now would be a brilliant time to share them uh, so that our PMP boss can can answer them. But Greg, before we hop off the call, because I know you need to get back into, into work, but let me ask you, as far as anything different you would have done, is there anything different? Or would you just do it all again the, the way you did? Uh I, I mean, I would have had the same approach just because I'm, you know, aware of, you know, how I I work, right? I, I know reading and uh, I I was like writing note cards, you know, I was taking quizzes and then I would look up something on Pinbach and then, and then I would print that page out and then I would, you know, highlight that page and then add it to a stack of papers that I had and I would reread these papers you know, to kind of like drill it in. Um, reading and writing is just the way I've always learned. I knew, I knew that going in. Um, like I said, I, I tried the podcast and the YouTube. It, and after like a one or two attempts, uh, I just moved on, you know. Mm. Um, but I, again, just to kind of parrot what I was saying in the beginning, um, it's a lot of material. It can be overwhelming, but you know, you you give us so many avenues to study. Just pick the one that works best for you. Um, be, because <laughs> that you literally give them videos, audio, <laughs> quizzes. You know, the immersion book. You know the. The other books that kind of bring Pinbach down into an understandable level. So mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of ways to study. Mm. Thank you for that great thought, Greg. We got a question from Kristen. Hey, Kristen, you want to come on and ask your question? Great. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, Greg, I relate to you, as I said, um, in terms of learning, because like I find on the audio when I'm listening to stuff, like especially EI type stuff. I love to learn that way I'm working and I'm picking up stuff. But when it comes to like memorizing terms and stuff, I almost have to see it on a book or be sitting at the computer and learning, you know? Yes. So I, I relate to that. Um, so I'm probably going to have a similar approach. And right now I just did the immersion course on Saturday. So I'm like trying to put all this material to figure out what my approach is going to be together. Um, I guess my question is, I did, I had the immersion course, so this is a little bit for you and Phil, um, and you had like a week-long course, so I'm trying to figure out if I should engage in the week-long course versus the immersion course. Um, You felt like that week-long was uh, very intensive, but very good in terms of getting you started. Um, Would you recommend that to to everybody to take or do you feel like if you had 
kind of a one day immersion and then you just went to the material that it would have worked for you. Just kind of throwing that out there. Yeah, so uh, a few points. So like the speak on the audio part, um, I, I just found myself like not paying attention or tuning out and parts of it. And I knew I wasn't gathering the information the way I needed to. So I, I just kind of cut that out early. Um, it, as far as the class goes, uh, I would recommend the class. I think the class was great. Um, but at the same time, everything's there. Everything is available for you to use. You know, I, I think that that immersion that we did this past Saturday, Kristen, because I was in that as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he provided us with a lot of material and that stuff is, I, I was using the same stuff, you know, the same quizzes, the same information. Um, he, he provided us with books to look at. It's the same things I used. Um, I, I didn't read the PMBOK guide front to back. I used it as a reference, from, you know, wrong answers I got on quizzes. I, I used the information right. built for me to pass the test. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm like for me, the Udemy course, I'm listening to um, the beginning at the leadership, especially building teams. Like that's really interesting. And I'm having fun listening to and learning, you know, about that, just how to actually work it and apply it in the real world. But what was the name of the week long class that you took in addition to the immersion? Just curious if I want to consider it. So that that was a custom course. So you know, Crazy On does a lot of training, corporate training for different companies. So that that was a custom course that was put together for Greg's company, Greg's firm, Weatherford oh, out in it. Houston. Um, okay. So yeah, if your if your company or you got a group of people who want to come together and do a course, we can always put one together. But like Greg said, you're with me for the long haul, Kristen. So a lot of what Greg picked up in the training, as we go through the groups, like we have one on Saturday, that's the opportunity mm -hmm. for us to share ideas and for you to ask me when I'm on the, those calls, any questions that come to mind. So the whole engagement and interaction, you can still get that without doing a live course because um, even though it's virtual, you're still going to get a ton of value. So I would say, let's just keep those study groups going. So uh, you and Tiffany and Johan and, and everyone else, you know, who was in the boot camp on Saturday that said they would attend, that is the opportunity for us to share ideas. Let me ask Greg another question. So Greg, uh, can you uh, maybe tell us what the life class did differently from at least you've done two immersions right yep. two immersions i think uh -huh. so you kind of gone the field so what did what would the life class offer that does they're, it in they're a very similar way? yeah they're, they're very similar um I, I don't think you're missing out um and that's kind of what i was alluding to it's the same material your bills going through the same stuff um you're just doing it virtually um the material is the same you know, the, you know, the live class is nice because it's, you know, like you said, face-to-face -face is the best, right, <laughs> Phil? But, you know, <laughs> virtual is just fine. He's going to give you the material. So when the immersion class is over or the study group is over, 
you have that material at your hands to go study. Good deal. All right, Kristen, Great, thank well, you. you're welcome. We can explore more options and we can see if Tiffany and Johan and the other, our other friends, even those on the call here, Manish is studying as well. And and so is, is Jeff and Jason. So um, if, you know, they want to jump on and, and have a study group where we can have a more robust interaction uh, because learning from each other also is huge. And I noticed a lot of that happening during the training. So cool. All right. Any other thank questions? You so much. No, thank you, Phil. Thank you. Uh, Tiffany here, Greg, kudos to you, man. You're our hero for the end of the year, wrapping it up. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm curious to know about the exam content outline. How much of that was reflective? Did you, were you able to identify or was it more along the process groups knowledge area road? Uh, great question. Um, to, to be completely honest, the exam is so brutal that at the end, so happy to be done, you, you for, almost instantly forget everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, it's a lot around the process groups. Um, you know, I, yeah, I was just curious because I'm like the exam content outline doesn't really tie back directly to the process groups in that way. So I was just that's why I'm curious. It, it's always, it, you know, I say always it's mostly like what we were talking about earlier. You're a project manager in this situation. How do you handle it? What do you do next? Okay. So in, in that sense, you know, it is the process groups. You know, you have to be familiar enough where you are in the process to answer the question, right? And then uh, I think that goes back to Phil using the acronym DIXIV. Um, yep. That, that, that's what you need to do. And as long as you have that mindset, you, you'll be fine. And then, Tiffany, I don't know if you're on the call when I said this, but um, I, I picked a date and I said, you know, good or bad, I'm going to take it on this date because you have three tries, right? Yeah. Worst case, you see how it is and you know where to adjust. Best case, you're done after the first try. Yeah, yeah. I adjusted mine. Mine was supposed to be Monday. And um, after I did my boot camp um, separately that my company had paid for, um, I was like, okay, wait, I'm not quite ready yet. So I, I moved it to January 4th to give me more time to um, get more familiar with Agile and things like that. So it's just... Curious to hear your feedback on it. Thank you so much. Yep, anytime. Good deal. Well, thank you, everyone. I am not running away when we end. So if there are any other questions, Kristen, don't leave. Uh, Tiffany, don't leave. We'll continue the discussion. But Greg, so proud of you, man. Excited and pumped. And I've been singing your praises and telling everyone what you've done. And just look forward to you helping our other friends who just needs the same courage, the same get it done. I'm just going to put it on the calendar. I'm going to shoot for it. I think what really helped is you were very determined and focused on a date and you said, I have to get this done. You know, you made it smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound, and boom, here we are. So well yep. done. Yeah, and as soon as you sent that email, Jeff instantly added me to the community of practice. So <laughs> I have more work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's awesome. I'm, I know that you're going to bring a ton of value to our community of practice. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for attending and talk to you very soon. Thanks, Phil.
Thank you.